Welcome to podcast Thriving Life. My name is Sylvia. It's episode two and the title is Beliefs. A key to freedom. You're probably here because you want to address some part or even parts of your life that you're not fully happy with, such as work, relationships, finances, health, whatever it is. First, you need to understand why you've been making certain choices so you can now start choosing different, better for you. We will start from something I wish I knew more about when I started my profound self-development journey. Beliefs. In this episode, we will explain what beliefs are and how they are formed, where we store them and why it matters. We'll explain what epigenetics says about it and we're going to get to know Dr. Bruce Lipton and his findings. And also, we're going to say why it is crucial for you to identify which of your beliefs are positive and which negative. We'll also answer the question that you were very curious about. Why positive thinking sometimes does not work. And last but not least, I'll give you one tool thanks to which you'll be able to recognize if a given belief that, it, that you have is limiting or empowering. It's simple and you can apply it anywhere you go. Beliefs are the determinants of what one experiences there are no external causes. This is a quote by Dr. Hawkins, well-known clinical psychiatrist, who I will tell you more about at some stage of our journey. So let's hear it again. Beliefs are the determinants of what one experiences. There are no external causes. In other words, what we believe in gives rise to the thoughts and emotions we're experiencing and as a result to our behavior, to the choices we make. Beliefs determine why in the same situation one person gets goosebumps from excitement and the other one feels anxiety or is paralyzed with stress. You probably noticed uh, this with public speaking. Some of the people get excited and uh, it helps them to deliver great in front of the public and others cannot simply say a single word. Let's break it down. We will start from understanding what beliefs are and how we actually form them. To keep it nice and simple, Beliefs are the programs, your subjective truths that were collected in your system before you were even even born. For now though, we will not go that deep and we'll focus on how they were, were formed after you were born. In order to survive and function in a society, we had to get to know many rules. 
when we're kids, we're learning how to cross the street, what not to eat, for example, sand or grass, how to dress, and first and foremost, what to think. We were told what is dangerous, what's right, how to act in, in certain circumstances. So this is what I refer to as programs, certain learned patterns of thinking and behaving. Some of these programs are great. They protect us from danger. For example, wild, hungry animal can be dangerous. This is my belief, protecting belief. So my whole system knows what, what to do when I see an animal like that in the jungle. Instead of approaching for a cuddle, I'm going to get off its way and this will probably save my life. Another positive belief is, for example, acquiring new skills is exciting. This way, when I want to change my profession or when I have to because I got sucked, <laughs> I will treat it as an adventure rather than thinking about it as a huge problem and getting anxiety attacks. And let's have a look at some examples of limiting beliefs. Earning money is tough and you'll only get it when you work hard or men or uh, women are bastards or life is one big struggle. It is quite simple. What we believe in, we look for, we attract. With limiting programs like this, we can be sure that <laughs> we're going to attract. Work where earning money is painful. People who are toxic who are bastards. And life in general will be one big struggle. I hope you're still with me. Note. Beliefs are the truths of the environment. Parents, friends, school, TV, etc. That became our truths. Some of them help us survive and others do not let us thrive. Let's see now where we store the beliefs and find out why it matters. Up until the age or, uh, of six or seven, every child soaks up with wh whatever they hear and see. I'm sure you notice that they literally copy those around and can repeat things you say even when, it, when they were playing toys and theoretically they were not listening. This is the time when most beliefs are being formed. It's because their brain is in the super recording state most of the time. This state of the brain is called theta waves. It is super vigilant to receive received information. This is a state that is achieved by grown-ups minimum twice a day, when we wake up and fall asleep. It is when we are sort of half conscious between sleeping and being awoke. In this state, we absorb the information and record them onto our hard drive, just like computers, and it's called subconscious mind. By the way, this is the state on which hypnotherapy uh, is based. Note, beliefs are stored in subconscious mind. 
best frequency of our brain to be at to introduce these recordings is theta waves. So let's recap now. We get programmed by the society, the environment. The place where we where these programs are stored is our subconscious mind. We can compare it to a computer and its hard drive. When you buy a new computer, before it can actually function and do the work you want, you need to install some programs, apps. Our apps are definition of success, the meaning of money, intimacy, relations, and so on and so forth. So now you'll ask what conscious mind is and how it, uh, what it does. It thinks. Uh, it logically tells you what you want. To be financially independent, to live off your passion, to be in a beautiful intimate relation, to travel the world. Isn't it what you want? It already looks like the conscious mind is not that powerful because not all of you right now are where you would like to be at least in certain areas so here is when we just need to refer to epigenetics which is the study of changes in organism caused by modification of gene expression rather than alteration of the genetic code itself. We also need to refer here to a gentleman, Dr. Bruce Lipton, who is a cell biologist and a former professor or of uh, medicine at Stanford University. In the late 60s, he was doing experiments on stem cells and made some great discoveries. Through his experiment, which I will describe briefly in a moment, he proved that we can control our genetic expression with our thoughts and beliefs. That our genetic expression is influenced greatly by our environment and our perception of that environment. This would, would also be in line with what we just heard from Dr. Hawkins beliefs determine our perception, experience and action. What is more, Dr. Lipton proves the beliefs and thoughts alter cells in your body. So before Dr. Lipton's discoveries, we thought our genes make us who we are. We are born and our life is already predetermined with the genes we have. He proved it to be wrong. We're not talking about some hypothesis here. The guy proved it. <laughs> Let's see how. Now, a few words about this experiment and what it means to us. So Dr. Lipton took one stem cells, uh, sorry, one stem cell, which is also called embryonic cell, and waited until it divides, as cells do. He divided them into three groups. I remind you, they were all identical genetically. They came from the same parent. 
and he put them into three different petri dishes. I'll, call, I'll also call them uh, dishes. Each petri dish contained blood. It is a culture medium. All of the dishes contained different type of blood though. One was with uh, muscle cells, second with bone cells, and third with fat cells. And guess what happened? All three groups of cells adapted to the environment they were put into. One formed bone, bone another muscle, and the third one fat tissue. I remind you again, they were all identical before they were put into the different dishes. So he asked, what defines the faith, the future of a single cell? The findings was that a gene can switch on and off. It's simply a blueprint. The information from the environment is perceived and reacted to by controlling the genetics and behavior of the cell. Now you're, you're going to ask, how it matters to us. Well, it does. Because it shows that we're not the victims of our genes. We're in charge of their future and our future too. How? Simply by choosing the environment and by choosing how we perceive it. So our beliefs, beliefs influence our perception and reactions. This means we actually influence our biology but we'll go into more details about it when we discuss the connection between our beliefs thoughts emotions and our body so coming back to the beliefs dr lipton's experiment shows that our beliefs define how our life actually looks like our environment and how we see it forms us our behavior, way of acting and thinking, and not as we previously thought, our gene genetic conditions. So sadly, I need to tell you that this excuse uh, is not going to work. The excuse that this is who I am or how I am, and I can't change it. Because yes, you and I, we can change. So let's recap now. What we surround ourselves with, what we talk about, read about, listen to, what we consume and how we perceive it from the us. And all this prog these programs, these beliefs that form us are saved in our subconscious mind. Now, to rewrite the programs that are stored there, we need to record new ones. And this is done best when our brain is on theta waves. I know it's a lot of information. That's why for now, we will not focus on how to do the reprogramming. We will talk about it in many, many upcoming episodes, especially when we get to meditation. So now, the question that we wanted to address seems quite simple to answer. Why is it crucial for you to learn if the beliefs 
you hold are positive or negative, empowering or limiting. Of course, because we run from the programs written on our hard drive, it doesn't matter what we want logically, consciously. What matters is what programs, beliefs we hold in our subconsciousness, subconscious mind. They either support you or block you. So naturally, to improve the quality of your life, you don't need to be limited in your choices. You want to become more aware what is stopping you and get rid of it. You want to unlearn what is not serving you. 95% of everything we do during the day is dictated by the subconscious mind. It's our subconscious beliefs that dictate our behavior and the results we experience in our lives. And what about positive thinking? Is it helpful? Dr. Lipton answers this too. We operate from the conscious mind less than 5%. So unless the subconscious mind has the same programming as the conscious mind, the power of positive, positive thinking will not work. Oops, that would, that would explain why so many would like to be millionaires, but only a few are. Even if they all practice positive thinking. It also explains why those men, women, in spite of their hopes and positivity, that they will meet the love of their life, end up in toxic relations again. This is why you still can't launch your project or earn more or simply pursue your dreams. So now let's move on to the tool that I promised you. Uh, these are five questions and the answers to those will help you decide if your belief is limiting or empowering. Ask yourself these five questions about your belief and be honest, otherwise you're wasting your time. The first one, is it based on facts? Second, is it supportive in achieving what you want, your goals? Number three, does it protect you, your health, your life? Number four, is it helpful in solving conflicts or avoiding them? And number five, does it help you feel like you want without using drugs, alcohol, TV or anything else? If you answer the yes three times or more, it means it is a negative belief, which is okay. No pasa nada. It's okay because now you know what you need to do. You, what, you know what you need to unlearn. You are aware of it. And this is the first and most important step in making positive changes. I know it may be challenging at the beginning, so to make it easier for you, I'll give you an example. Um, when it comes to positive uh, beliefs, I already gave you the example with the, which was the one with wi wild animal that is hungry. 
And second was that acquiring new skills is fun, right? And how it helps me. When it comes to limiting beliefs, let me give you the the one that I used to have, really. <laughs> so it's a real case study. Um, I used um, I used to uh, have this program that work must be hard and tiring. So you basically need to work hard. So let's use our questions and see how many of no's I'm going to collect. I'm going to read the question. So is it based on facts that uh, work is tough and tiring and unpleasant in general? Well, no. The fact is that many people live live from their passion. uh, But yes, also, many with the same limitations do follow this path and choose jobs that they simply don't like. And second question. Is it supportive in achieving what you want? No. I want to enjoy my work. Um, I want to enjoy what I do for life. And until I realized that I had this belief and I worked on this, I was working really hard and not always enjoying what I was doing, even though the money was good. Let's move on to question three. So, does it protect you, uh, your life, health? Well, my belief was not protecting my health because well on the contrary it was work i was working long hours and i was exhausted and because of that anxious and well anything but not calm so no number 4 is it helpful in solving conflicts or avoiding them no uh when i was when i was exhausted when i was doing what i was not necessarily enjoying most of the time I was more aggressive and defensive, so I got into conflicts. Number five, does it help you feel like you want without using drugs or alcohol? No. For me, my uh, limiting belief was not helpful. I uh, I wanted to be excited and not tired and stressed with what I do most of the day. So let's look at my result. The total is five times no. And we said that minimum three no's make it a negative limiting belief. And yes, this is very true when it comes to this example of mine, because it was certainly a limiting belief. Now when it comes to my work, what I do for a living, of course, sometimes I need to work or I'm choosing to work long hours and i hardly ever feel exhausted i can feel t- i can feel tired but not mentally uh, exhausted i know it's a lot to take in take your time in the podcast description you will find the link to dr lipton's website so you can do your research Remember, I encourage you to be independent. So go and first of all, give yourself time to digest and go and listen uh, 
farther. Do your research. I also strongly recommend Dr. Slipton's uh, book, uh, which is called Biology of Belief. You'll find it at his website and numerous interviews that are with him on YouTube. Now I'm letting you enjoy and apply what you've learned so you can soon start unlearning the behavior that is not serving you. And let me end with a quotation um, of Dr. Lipton. When we truly recognize that our beliefs are that powerful, we hold the key to freedom. As I record this podcast for you, I'd love to hear from you. Please drop me a message with your feedback or your questions so this space can benefit you to the fullest. I'll leave my details in, uh, in the description of this episode. If you like this episode, you may want to follow my podcast as I'll be back soon with some more information. And if you think somebody you know or care about may benefit from it, share it so they can thrive in life too. Thank you. Sylvia. <laughs>